introduce ourselves. All right, three, two, one. Don't do it yet. <laughs> Are we going to introduce ourselves? We're going to have the little intro. Yep. And then you're going to say, I'm Mackenzie Weber. Yep. Two, <laughs> two girls, one small town. Yep. Podcast. Hold on. <clears throat> Two, one. Hey, Jeannie. Good morning, Kinsey. What's going on? <laughs> Not much. What is, what's up with you? Oh, just enjoying the sunshine. Hey, you know what? I was thinking, uh, is it too late? Is it too early to decorate for fall? No, heck no. I was thinking about decorating my office for fall today, so. <laughs> I think I will, too, this Oh, my afternoon. goodness. <laughs> I just bought the cutest decor from Dollar a Family Dollar, or Dollar General. That's what it's called, Dollar General, this past weekend oh my gosh i can't wait i'm gonna put a poll at the bottom of this podcast so if you're listening on spotify let me know if you think it's too early for me to decorate for fall or not (laughs) but i'm gonna do it anyways (laughs) you know what it's not too early for what to sign up to be in the september fest parade heck yeah did you see those prizes oh my gosh 350 dollars for first place i want to enter a float (laughs) (laughs) i would if i didn't have to do the town's float (laughs) so but yeah 350 for first place 250 for second 300 200 for third place and 150 for fourth great so shout out to moon lake electric and silver sage rv and of course the hospital (laughs) (laughs) Hospital. speaking of the hospital we have mr Kyle Wren. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know I was introducing myself. (laughs) That's why I looked at you. (laughs) How's it going, Kyle? Good. I appreciate you having me on. I was looking forward to this opportunity and just great to be here. Apparently he was up all night worried about the podcast and what he was going to say today. So (laughs) hopefully it goes well. I just trying, I'm just trying to top the, the voice of the Spartan is all. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is what I told Kyle. I said, we got a plane ride from Keith. If he could get us in the helicopter from classic, (laughs) he would just top Keith. That's just what it is. It might be tough to swing, but we'll see. (laughs) Or ride in the ambulance. You know, I'll take either or a free ride in the ambulance. (laughs) I was like, I really don't want an ambulance. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) So Kyle, so tell us about your job. Tell us your title, what you do. Yeah, so I'm the CEO at Rangeley District Hospital. I've been there since 2019, so right before before COVID hit, um, I was put in as the CEO. So I've been at the hospital since 2010 um, as the lab manager, and then most recently the CEO. So, so and you, um, what brought you to Rangeley? So I was going to school at uh, in, in Ogden at Weber State University. Um, I just finished up my master's program in health administration, and a job opened up at Rangeley District Hospital for the lab manager, and I applied for it. Um, I didn't even tell my wife, even though she is from here, <laughs> and uh, got an interview and uh, brought her back home. She's she's from here in Rangeley and grew up here and knew what it was like and. Uh, she, she wasn't too thrilled to come back uh, to Rangeley just because she had all the conveniences, the stores, you know, down in Ogden and could 
get whatever she wanted there and right. there's no Walmart here so <laughs> I'm working on a target Kyle. I'm working on a target so, so hold on so. so so how does she feel about Rangeley now Oh she she loves it we love it here we I have three kids 17 15 and 13 we've raised them here um and we, we love it we wouldn't change it for a thing so well, Rangeley's a great place. Heck yeah. Heck yeah it is. Heck yeah. <laughs> so Kyle, were you around when there was a stoplight? I was around when there was a stoplight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be okay if we brought the stoplight back? Um that's a tough question. Okay. I've been thinking about that because I knew it was gonna come up. So <laughs> I'm thinking that if it, Rangeley um if the population grew, then mm-hmm. yes, a stoplight would be okay. You know, it would be you know something to talk about. Let me give you my argument. Yeah, Carol. let's hear it, <laughs> and then I'll give you mine. <laughs> so we have super speeders coming through town, going sixty miles an hour down Main Street. Kids are trying to cross the street; they can't cross the street. It's just an accident waiting to happen. One of these days, knock on wood, that one of the kids won't get hit. Right? Right. If they see the stoplight, they'll slow down. Yeah, so there's that, my that, argument. That's a, good, that's a good argument. See? Um, What's your argument? <laughs> <laughs> my, my take on it is, you know, we, we're spoiled here in Rangeley. We don't have to wait a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked nights a lot with the lab on call and three o'clock in the morning and waiting at a stoplight when no one's around. That's just a little tough. <laughs> There's a lot of times I wanted to just speed right through it. So um I guess I, I like the convenience of not stopping. Mm-hmm. So right. I see your argument, though, with uh, being cautious with the kids. Maybe yeah. we can increase the maybe police force or something. That oh, that'd be a question <laughs> for Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I would like to point out, Frank said that there wasn't a single stoplight in Rio Blanco County. There is one in Meeker. It's a flashing red light. So there technically is a stoplight in Rio Blanco County. We should take a picture of that stoplight Uh and text it to Frank. I I agree. When's the next time we're going to Meeker? I don't know, but let's do it. Next week, because we got to go to AG&C. There you go. So have you had people for it or against it or... Oh, everyone's been for it, except for maybe two, three people. Frank was against it. Yeah, Frank was against it. Bud, I think he endorsed it. Ty endorsed it. Bud wants a roundabout up at the um, car car museum. museum. (laughs) (laughs) He said he he really wanted that. The politicians that we've had on haven't really endorsed it, but they haven't really not endorsed it. They said they would help me. (laughs) Except Savannah Wolfson. Yeah, Savannah did say she would help me get the stoplight back. (laughs) And Dylan Roberts said he would talk to CDOT for you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I'm, I'm indifferent. I don't, I don't know if it's necessary. Would you sign my petition if I started one? Maybe. <laughs> You'll take it under consideration. How much is a stoplight? How much is a stoplight? That's they're, they're pretty expensive. Hey, listen, the town of Rangeley wouldn't be the one paying for it. It would be CDOT. Okay. So I'll sign it then. <laughs> so, Kyle, your family is very active in the community. Yep. So, and we'll talk about the hospital a little bit, but what are some of the other things you do in the community besides being the CEO of the hospital? 
Um, so family-wise, we, we like anything outdoors, anything sports-oriented. Um, kids are all in sports, and um, that's why Rangeley fits for us. Um, we go out. We can go out, shoot guns, and do outdoor activities all the time, razor riding. Um, it's out your back door, and you can go. Um, that's a huge benefit to living in Rangeley. Um, as far as community involvement, uh, my wife works up at the, the school. Um, she's the assistant to the principal up there. And then I volunteer for the, the fire department um, when I can, and then also run with the ambulance service up at the hospital. And then I'm just recently I'm on town council, so. And he does volunteer for Roar. <laughs> and I do volunteer for Roar. I want to get more involved in that next year. Deal. I was, I was on call for the lab at that time and yeah. couldn't go too far from town, but right. yeah, I'll definitely help out where I can. Deal, so. Kyle. You shouldn't have said that because I'm putting you to work. <laughs> so, you know, one of the things that impresses me the most, Kyle, is I was, um, my husband works at college. And we were up there one morning, and there had been an ambulance called to the dorms. There was, I don't really remember what the issue was, which doesn't matter anyway, but. Um, so I look over, and driving the ambulance. Okay, Jeannie's phone is ringing, and it's Frank Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. He heard, maybe he's listening. But um, so I, I see you get out of the ambulance you're the ambulance drivers and i'm like how many communities does the ceo of the hospital drive the ambulance yeah i, I really like going on ambulance ca calls and with the fire department and just helping out where i can you know that's why i got into healthcare was to help out the most you know the most people that i can and that's just where my heart's at so well and i remember my husband he talked to you a little bit when you were on this run and you said, whatever it takes. And we, when we got back in the vehicle, my husband said, no other community does this happen. Nope. Where the CEO is that involved, the, the hospital CEO. Right. So I was quite impressed. You're a good oh, human, thank you. Kyle. You're a good <laughs> human. <laughs> so, Kyle, let's talk about the hospital. Sure. What are things that's going on? What are things that we can look forward to? He's got his notes. Yeah, I got my notes. <laughs> well, we, we have a lot going on up at the hospital. I'm, I'm excited about the direction it's headed. Um, and our board has been really supportive of, you know, all of our endeavors as far as where, where we're headed. Um, we have a full provider staff now, um, Dr. Torgerson and Dr. Morwood, um, Leslin and Vivian and Kelsey, um, along with our uh, physical therapist, uh, Greg. So we, we have a solid provider staff, which is exciting, and it's never been that way since I've been here. Um, I mean, we, we've had times that we've had, you know, a full provider staff, but this is a solid group, and I'm excited for them and yeah. excited for the hospital. Well, I just, before you go on, I just want to say that I love your new doctors. Mm -hmm. And the word on the street in the community is, we love them. Dr. Morewood makes house calls. I just can't go <laughs> yeah. away. You better stop because yeah. he's going to be busy going to people's houses. <laughs> so go ahead, Kyle. Sorry. Yeah. And that's, he just goes, you know, they all go above and beyond what they're expected to do. And that's what we're trying to promote at the hospital. So um, we're, we're opening up a behavioral health um, service that's going to help out. And we're partnering with the college, Lisa Jones and 
um, has been involved in that process and um, it's available to the students and we're excited about that. Um, and that is a huge necessity. And you guys are having once a month, I believe, an OBGYN come over from Vernal, right? Yep. Am I right? Okay. So we have Dr. Eads that comes over from Vernal. Um, Dr. Laws comes from Glenwood Springs for cardiology. Cool. Um, Dr. Morris comes for colonoscopies from community. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to bring the specialties in. Um, something that it's really exciting too is we're expanding our procedure room to add additional space so we can do surgeries awesome. um so that's uh, will be under construction probably the the beginning of december uh, we'll br bring in you know some business for the community and then also um, will help us add an additional service line so we're excited about that sweet so. that's awesome that is and one of the things too i was most impressed with when covid hit and you the i see what is it the ics yes. it's a command center yes incident command center all of course was run through the hospital and you had the weekly meetings and and all of that but you also had a clinic up at the college for testing is that correct yeah so we do offer the clinic for the students up at the college every wednesday when they're in session and um, that's a service that we've pro provided for a number of years so and that was great during COVID yeah. because it would catch students who may not have symptoms yet mm -hmm. that maybe had been exposed and then they were able to quarantine and not spread that. And our college actually stayed open when other colleges didn't. And I think we can relate that directly to the good thinking at the college, but the enforcement of the um, RDH. Yeah, I don't want to say that the the county uh, Ty Gates had a lot to do with that. He came in and um, helped us out with that that portion and getting and the IC phenomenal. Yeah, the ICS uh, team got together. We centered it at the hospital and just involved all the community community members that we could. And then um, that's how we got the resources where where we needed to. We supplied the college with thousands of COVID tests, so they could still keep their sports programs going so that was incredible mm -hmm. what a a great asset that was to the community yeah. because i know a lot of people were worried there's you know we have this college among us a lot of students they were worried about the spread of covid but it never happened and that yeah. largely is uh, because of what you did and we get we get calls up at the hospital from parents that just want to know that there's a hospital in rangeley you know yeah. from st students that are sending their kids clear across the country so Oh, yeah, it's important to have that, that collaboration. Okay. Well, and to the parents that are listening, hopefully, we have a great hospital. We really do. It is a beautiful facility and extremely well run. Heck yeah. So, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the stoplight. No. <laughs> so, I like to ask people, what is their craziest story in whatever field that they're working in? So, what's your craziest story in your healthcare field? I don't know. Um, I'd have to think about that one for a while. I guess my craziest stories happened on the fire department. Okay. When I wrecked engine five. Oh, that was oh pretty no. crazy. <laughs> How did you wreck it? I was just driving back in a in a snowstorm and uh, the the brakes, the automatic brakes kicked on when we were going down a little bit of a hill oh, no. and it just started swerving and 
went into the side of a hill and bounced back into the road. So that that's pretty crazy, I think. That is so scary. That's like wrecking a fire truck. So did you call 911 and say, engine five is down? So that's my crazy, I still get flack for that, so. That's crazy, actually. But it was repairable, right? Yeah, we repaired it. Holy cow. So not many people can say that, right? Right. So um, another way that the hospital is a great asset to the community is you you employ a lot of people yeah i think we're up to right around 150 people so that's huge for our community it's yeah one of the bigger employers in town along with the college and the coal mine and you know one thing i love about that is i feel like just about everybody at the hospital is involved in something in the community like Jody Dillon, she's your HR lady, and she's president of the chamber board, and she's just amazing and awesome in all ways. So, and Jeannie Lucero, she helps out at the resource pantry whenever she can. So, I love it. I, I love that people at the hospital are just so involved in the community. Yeah, yes. definitely. And any of these things that I'm talking about and the su- successes we've had, um, I can do it alone. I mean, we have full staff that just go above and beyond. So. Something else I've also noticed, Kyle, is that all of a sudden there seems to be more of an interest in becoming a nurse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And I don't know if that's a push from the hospital, a push from the college. What's your take on that? Um, I think there's just a lot of, well, one, there's there's a lot of vacancies and there's a need for it. So I think... um, kids are just being directed towards that or you know people are being directed that way um staffing is going to be a huge problem Uh, it is now it's going to be more of a problem you know as we move on um years down the road so um definitely need that collaboration with uh the education center so we can fill those gaps yeah my mom would agree with you she would have wanted me to become a nurse (laughs) i'm like i got into politics instead mom sorry i would i would like my daughter to be a nurse actually she's just lacks a few classes and she could be enrolled in nursing Mm -hmm. because my daughter is like the eternal student though she has two degrees yeah so do you know do you know any of those people, yeah, Mackenzie? I am one of those people too. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway. So on to your family a little bit. Um and I see you out in the community a lot. Your favorite thing, other than the outdoors, which Rangely provides anything you want to do, whether it's water sports, where it's uh tire sports, anything. Um, Rangely can provide that. But other than that, what would you say is Rangely's greatest asset? Mm. Put, put, put me <laughs> on the yeah, spot. So I, I would you don't say, have to say Jeannie and I. Yeah. I would just say it's the the community feel. The, the, Rangely's really good about accepting anybody and everybody mm-hmm. um, so I think that community feel and you know it's one thing to raise your hand off off your steering, steering wheel and say you know as the car's passing by but it's another thing to invite people over to your house and include them into your barbecues and mm-hmm. I mean how many times have I been to a barbecue and somebody else from the community is mm-hmm 
feeding everybody and then right. it doesn't cost anything, you know? You'll just, my dad, great example, my dad, he'll just go down to Camper Parks and be like, I'm hungry. And be like, you want to come over for dinner? And I'm like, this is a stranger. <laughs> but you know, it's true. And when yeah. football starts, uh-huh. it becomes even more true. Yeah. Because yeah. people just have... Um, friends over uh-huh. and, right. and maybe new friends that mm-hmm. they just watch the football games with yeah and when so when we try to recruit um physicians or providers and that that's something that we we tell them and that's something that they realize when they come here um other communities are a little close-knit and you know are not as open yeah. so i think rangely has that knack it doesn't matter where you're from and mm-hmm. you can come in and be a part of it i guess And, you know, I think, Kyle, you came into uh, the position of CEO at the hospital at a critical time. Mm -hmm. I know there were some issues at the hospital and, you know, the community was a little bit down on this beautiful hospital. But, man, that has changed. Mm -hmm. You have drastically changed opinions. So Mm -hmm. congratulations. Well, thanks. (laughs) I can't can't take credit for all that. I, I think, you know, we wouldn't be where we are now if we didn't have the community support you know we we don't take the funds that we get you know on a monthly basis on a yearly basis lightly we try to do what's best for the community and what's best for our patients so um hopefully we're delivering good service and um that's what we're all about so right and i love that you guys just get back to the community i don't know how much i can emphasize that as the hospital does do a lot for the community so and their employees we appreciate do. you Kyle. Yeah, we're, we're trying to do more we're trying to get more involved so well <laughs> this is another thing way off subject Mackenzie and i love to eat at the hospital cafeteria we so we, we still need to go out for breakfast oh we forgot to text you this morning yeah, i was we were supposed to have pre- you bring us breakfast i'm supposed to bring you burritos <laughs> we want to try the biscuits and gravy that's oh, what we that's heard they good. were good but yeah. yeah they have a little salad bar up there mm-hmm. and that's open to the public right yeah it is open to the public so we welcome anybody up there um you're going to have to start hiring more people to come yeah. work in the kitchen. <laughs> Vicky and I might not like me after this podcast. So. <laughs> I do want to go up there for breakfast, though. That's yeah, they my do, favorite. They meal. do have really good really good food. So. I've heard that. They have a good breakfast. I've had lunch quite a bit, and it is really good. Yeah. So another thing, Kyle, that uh, happened during COVID, and this is um, Meals on Wheels, I mm-hmm. guess is what it's called. But... For shut-ins, for elderly uh, who were worried about COVID, food was delivered to them through the hospital. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so we've, we've always um, had the opportunity to provide meals for those um, individuals that couldn't, couldn't get out of the house or couldn't afford it. And um, I think we were, at the time pre-COVID, I think we are you know, just doing a handful here and there, probably... I want to say around 15. I think it's up to about 30 meals every day that the that the, that the hospital provides for uh, community community members. So um, we just appreciate the volunteers that come and deliver them. I think we're up to around 30. So uh, delivering meals on wheels. Volunteers then? Yeah, we have volunteers that come up and deliver them every day. So so is that one or two meals a day? It's one meal a day. Was that two during COVID, or was it still one? Um, it's always been one, but our our numbers have increased since COVID. And they just they haven't dropped back down. So, well, I was so impressed with that during COVID because there was some elderly people who were 
Well, they couldn't leave the house. They couldn't leave the house, and they needed help, and and the hospital really stepped up Mm -hmm. and delivered. How does somebody sign up for that? Um, They can call up to the hospital, and we can fill out a a form. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some qualifications to be a part of that. Okay. 970-675-5011. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Call Kyle at the hospital. So, Kyle, you also... um, applied to make our hospital a rural hospital you want to talk a little bit about what that means and yeah so our our hospitals never our, our clinic per se has never been a considered a rural hospital um, they there's different designations you can it's based off of your provider base and how many providers you have in town and population and then um, also income and uh, Rangeley's never been a part of that. Uh, Pioneers has been uh, a part of that since n- 1992, I believe. That's Pioneer uh, in Meeker. In right? Meeker, yeah, in Meeker, Colorado. And it's something that has always been talked about, but it's never been done. Um, so we applied three different times, and we finally got um, the approval to move, move ahead with the rural health center. And it's just better reimbursement for rural communities. And um, there's a lot of different uh, regulations that go along with that, but it, it provides us with better reimbursement overall. So. Yeah, we were excited for that designation. That was huge. That is yep. huge. That was huge. Especially for Rangeley. Mm-hmm. So, out of all the things you've done at the hospital, what are you most excited about? And proud of. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are asking a lot of tough questions. I'm the, the most uh, excited, I think I'm... I'm I get excited about you know helping out people, but uh, I really like being involved with the the hospital foundation and the the way it's headed. Um, the hospital foundation we created in 2020 that was something else that we that I've been a part of, and it's just been neat to see the trend how that's um, progressing. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about the hospital foundation. So, and, and the foundation worked in conjunction with Colorado Main Street and the town and got a grant for a park. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you guys are on the board. <laughs> I have two great board, board members sitting with me here. <laughs> Round like, of applause. Guys, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you guys could talk about this. What do you mean? <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, you know, we were looking for a project in the beginning um, and we started with this a park we have a space next to eagle crest we weren't using it for anything it was just a dirt pile you know dust was blowing everywhere in town and um, we needed to do something with it so we um, had the idea of creating a park so um, it's called sunrise park and we're the community was part of naming that park yeah the community was part of naming it the community's involved in it you know the town's helping out we got a hundred fifty thousand dollar grant from the main street grant that's helped us put in sprinkler system um, a fence around there and then we're working on the sidewalks this week so um, it's really coming together and we have a lot of things that are going to be a part of the park Uh, we have a memorial tree that we're working on Um, it's already here 
and um, community members can purchase a leaf and engrave whatever they want as a memorial for the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, we have benches that we've purchased, and eventually there there will be a walking path for the, for the elderly exercise equipment. Um, out there for geared towards uh, the, the elderly, but it's open to the community. So, right, it's going to be a beautiful park. Mm-hmm. And so, the if you want to purchase a leaf with family name, or maybe you had a a loved one at Eagle Crest, uh, that's a hundred bucks, right? Yep, it's a hundred dollars. Yep. If you underneath the tree, they have these beautiful rocks that you can also have engraved uh, with a family or loved one's name. That's two hundred and fifty bucks. And then if you want to purchase a bench with a plaque on it dedicated to a family member or a certain family. Or that's you're with your family name on it. Twenty five hundred dollars. But those are very limited. Yeah, we have, we only have six benches. Mm-hmm. Um, we have quite a few leaves that we can um, offer and then the rocks we we have six right now we can buy additional rocks but um, we started out with six so so and I want to shout out to um, Kyle Stewart they are making the benches locally Mm -hmm. we're very excited about that Uh, he does a great job if you haven't seen one of his benches there will be one of these benches on display at uh, September Fest at the Hospital Foundation. And there will also be a leaf. Yes, on, on display. display. On display, yeah. And a rock. And, and a rock. Yep. yep. So, and we, all of the funds raised by this will be utilized uh, for the park, mm-hmm. so for the foundation. We also want to point out that I believe the foundation has a golf tournament coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, September September 10th, so get a team, a four-man team, mm-hmm. uh, $240 to, to enter, and all proceeds will go to towards the park that we're trying to create. And you can sponsor a hole uh, for a hundred bucks and a sign will be put up by the hole with your with your name on it. So that's exciting. So these are all great ways to support the hospital and to support the new park for the elderly Mm -hmm. in town. So we're pretty excited about that. Love it. And last but not (laughs) least, we're gonna have a dunk booth return this year. Oh yeah. I'm like, who's all gonna be in it? Frank Hewitt's gonna be in it. He's up first. Okay. like or dislike Frank, I think, you want to duck I think him. I saw my name on there too. <laughs> so. Kyle Wren, uh, Keith Peterson, the Love voice it. of the Spartans. Yeah. And I have one that you're not going to believe. What? Diane Sizemore. I love it. <laughs> I just give the money. I don't know if I can duck her or not. Yeah, I would just give the money. <laughs> Diane's too sweet. So, Kyle, in closing, we want to give you a couple minutes to just say whatever you want talk to the people of Northwest Colorado and beyond. So go <laughs> so, ahead. So the, the floor is yours. This goes beyond Rangeley. Huh? Oh, yeah. We have people from Minnesota. <laughs> Shout New out York, to California. We had some people listening from Germany. So yeah. we love Germans. Yeah. <laughs> Come <laughs> to Rangeley. <laughs> uh, I just want to thank you for having me on and um, appreciate the opportunity to, to serve the community here. Um, as the CEO and we welcome anybody up to the hospital anytime they have a chance to to come up um, hopefully it's not an emergency situation but hopefully they can come up and see our facility and mm-hmm. um, get to know our employees and our physicians our staff um, we're, we're excited to to uh, be here so 
Love it. We love the hospital. Okay. One last thing, Kenzie. Okay. There's another bear in town. Oh my gosh, where? <laughs> I'll tell the you. Third bear? There's a third bear in town. He was spotted yesterday. I heard about that too. So wait, should we name him Henry? <laughs> I like that name. Can we chase him out of town? They were trying to chase him, but he's still in town. So he's still in town. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll go on a little drive and see if I can find him. You might see him on the way to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, all right, Kyle, you've been a pleasure. Thanks Thank for you being for a coming. good human. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. And until next time, be a good human. Bye, everybody. I forgot to mention that we do have uh, Dr. Sutton and Dr. Sue that work uh, weekends, Thursday through Monday in the ER, and they've both been with us for a number of years, so uh, shout out to them.